At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim here with you today. And uh, Minnesota Tim, the uh, riots, the looting, the protests, they continue on. How many days is this so far? Well, it was the the murder happened on Memorial Day that Monday. So okay. Memorial people Day. are listening to this on Wednesday. Most people are. Some people are listening to this after. But this is being posted on Wednesday. So, I mean, wow. just, a, just a little bit over a week, Hank. Jeez. Been a long week. Been a real long week. I heard you, you said you went, uh, we were talking earlier before we went on the uh, recording here and you said you uh took a little visit today yeah yes i did i went down to the spot where there are memorials for george floyd so it's the spot where he was murdered by the police and it really was um an incredible sight to see hank just to be there where all of this was created wow yeah what, what 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 did that feel like it was crazy because I went down there and it there were so many people. I mean, 
there must have been thousands of people down there. Not 10,000, but I would say close to four or 5,000 people were down really? there. Really? What, what were they doing? Just standing around or chanting, yelling? What were they doing? No, I actually went down there when, yeah, there were some people, they weren't chanting, they weren't yelling. We actually prayed together. So I went down there, right? I, I timed it perfectly by luck, just by chance. But I went down there as soon as they were marching with pastors through that area. Oh, and, wow. a bun- and all of us got on our knees, me included, and we all said the Lord's Prayer together. Um, so it was really a touching moment. Um, right outside where there are paintings of George Floyd and flowers of George Floyd. And also there were a bunch of people, Hank, giving away free food, free diapers, a bunch of free items to those that needed it. So it was, there was a mix of everything. It was peaceful and it was just, it was a remarkable sight to see. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. Really cool. Jeez. All right. Uh, what are we going to get into today? Let's. Uh, how about the statements that uh, people have made? Tiger, Tiger made a statement. You know, he was criticized because he didn't make a statement. And then, you know, he made a statement. I don't know if that appeased everybody. I mean, you know, the thing about Tiger is, is he's just... It's just his deal. I mean, he's not he's not a like a guy to get involved in, you know, these kind of things, these kind of situations. And, you know, there's no way he's going to be the first guy to make a statement. I'm sure that one of his, you know, guys, Rob McNamara, probably he's the guy that takes care of his social media. He's probably monitoring everything and probably saw an article criticizing Tiger for not making a statement and said, hey, you need to make a statement. And then they you know, crafted up a statement, something like that. that's kind of usually how it, 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 it would go, I would think. I mean, I was there for six years. So I, that's the way it went when I was there for six years. But Tiger finally made a statement, right? Yeah, yep. So Randall Mel wrote an article on golfchannel.com basically ripping Tiger Woods for not making a statement yet because a bunch of other Nike-endorsed athletes were making statements like LeBron James, Steph Curry, Even Tiger's niece, Cheyenne Woods, made a statement, and Tiger hadn't made one yet. And then Randall um, decided to rip him. People didn't like that. And then Tiger Woods makes a statement literally about two or three hours later. So here's what (laughs) Tiger Woods said. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that would happen. As soon I I saw that article, as soon as that article came out, and people were saying, "I said there'll be a statement right after that." I I, (laughs) I know. I know the routine. You called it. You called that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's Tiger's statement. He says. My heart goes out to George Floyd, his loved ones, and all of us who are hurting right now. I have always had the utmost respect for our law enforcement. They trained so diligently to understand how, when, and where to use force. This shocking tragedy clearly crossed that line. I remember the L.A. riots and learned that education is the best path forward. We can make our points without burning the very neighborhoods that we live in. I hope that through constructive, honest conversations, we can build a safer and unified society. So that is the end of Tiger's statement. That was a good statement, wasn't it? I feel like it was a really good, that was a really nice statement. You know, I I, I don't think, I don't see it criticizing, but that was a good statement. 
really good. But I, I don't, you know, one thing he said, though, we can make our point without burning the, the neighborhoods we live in. And I mean, I don't, I don't think people are doing that to try and make a statement. I mean, when they're breaking into the malls like they did here in Scottsdale and like they're doing in New York City, like they're doing in L.A. and Santa Monica and everywhere. I mean, it's just it's just, you know, when they're breaking in all these stores, you know, Seattle, you name it. I mean, every city, it seems like. And they're, I know they did it in Dallas, too. When you, it's everywhere. Uh, Philadelphia, you just everywhere. When they're breaking in these stores and looting them and just running out with, you know, right out of, you know, Macy's in New York with everything they could carry. I mean, they're not doing that to make a statement. I mean, they're doing that to go free shopping. I, I mean, if, if you want to make a statement, you wouldn't. I don't think that's what you would be doing. I just think it's people taking advantage of a situation. It's almost like, OK, if the cops aren't going to do anything, let's just go go have at it. And that's, you know, pretty much what they've what they've done. I mean, I I, I get that the, they're hiding behind the fact that they're, you know, people expect them to have the opportunity to make a statement. But I don't think that's really what's happening. I just I don't I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't buy that. I don't know. Do you? Well, I mean, you make up the you make a good point about looting and rioting, not and stealing things out of stores like yeah. Macy. Macy's. Well, any stores. They're doing a lot of stores right. that, yeah. you know, private individuals own. And people, like, you know, I was talking yesterday about the bike shop here in Scottsdale. And, you know, a friend of mine owns that. And they just, you know, I mean, broke in and just, you know, took all these bikes. I mean, that's not making a statement. That's just, like, stealing. And they, and they think, okay, well, you know, because of what's happening in the country and there's no law and order that we can go ahead and get away with this. So we'll just go ahead and do it. I mean, it's 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 like you know. I mean, you know, like in our sport in golf. I mean, you know, you know, people don't just cheat because they think they could get away with it. I mean, there's some kind of you know honor to the game, and I mean, I don't know. They just, you know, clearly, you know, people have no conscience that they would do something like that or like they're doing because it's just awful to watch. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like there's a group out there, Hank, that is taking advantage of the situation. No, we were no, watching 100%. the news. We were watching the news one of the nights, and um, this was early last week. It must have been Thursday, and a bunch of people were walking out of the liquor store in Minneapolis with bottles and boxes <laughs> of beer and booze and alcohol, and yeah. it didn't look like they were walking out of that store in pain that George Floyd was murdered. They were right, celebrating right. the fact that they, they got free, free shit that. Yes, night. exactly. They were celebrating the fact that they got free alcohol when, yeah. you know, when they could, I mean, they were, they walked right in and walked right out with three boxes of beer. Jeez, man. Alive. Unbelievable. Wow. What, what about some of the other statements that the, these other athletes have made? What let's 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 compare them. You got anybody else to, to pull up there? Let me let me hear them. Yeah. So I pulled up Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James, and uh, Michael Jordan. Um, his team made a statement as well. Um, so okay. LeBron James, he didn't really make that big of a one. It was a short one. So let me start off with this one. Um, LeBron James, simple one sentence on Twitter. He writes. Why doesn't America love us too? With the crying emoji, 
and with the hand on the head emoji, um, head high and stay strong. We all got power. I don't know. He says we all got, and then it's a fist and a crown. Um, I'm guessing that's, think that's I mean, is that does he? Is that really? I mean, is that really really true? I mean, I, I'm I'm I, I think I'm part of America. I mean, I love them. I mean, what? Why you love them? I mean, what? I don't. I don't feel like it's fair to just you know put everybody in that basket. That's. I mean, what does that mean exactly? I mean, I just it, it must mean that the police doesn't like them. I mean, why do I? Oh, well, I guess he's saying America, but yeah, I mean America. That, that's a pretty pretty big group, isn't it? Yes. I don't know. I mean, people love LeBron James. I mean, I. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think people are, you know, very uh, appreciative of his talent and his, you know, what he does for his communities. And I, I mean, I don't know, he seems like a, you know, a great person. I don't know what, what I don't know. I'm not sure what what he means by that. Yeah. And then his other statement was on Instagram. Um, LeBron posted an image of the police officer pinning George Floyd down alongside the image of Colin Kaepernick with the San Francisco 49ers with the words, this is why, dot, 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 this is why. Mm-hmm. Well, that was terrible. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no, nothing you can say other than uh, murdering George Floyd was just horrendous. It was just horrendous. I mean, it's just, uh, but you know, they, it, it's, boy, I was watching something on TV and they, 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 uh, it was an amazing, like statistic. They they, they were talking about how many uh, how many unarmed, like unarmed black people were shot and killed by police in the last year. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay, you know what the number was? The number was nine. Okay, nine, nine. This is what that is. You know, I, I saw it on a couple different stages. Nine uh, unarmed black people were killed by police last year. And you know how I many white people, unarmed white people that were, were killed last year by, you know, unarmed white people killed by police? I do not. 19 was the number. But I mean, I, you know, yeah, I was really shocked at that. I mean, it's, it, it, it does seem like there's a lot of police brutality that ends up in, you know, in deaths. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that if that statistic, you know, includes, you know, uh, you know, breaking a guy's neck or suffocating him or whatever. You know, I don't think that they didn't shoot him, but they, you know, basically tortured him before they killed him. That's what they really did. But anyway, that was just a, a statistic that I, I I saw. I mean, I. Uh, the whole thing just is is, uh, is so difficult to to under understand. I I saw something on um, it was a, a statement by uh, Patrick Rogers, the golfer. Okay, um, and he made he 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 had a um, he had a really good statement. He said, I thought this was really good. He said he said if if you're not sure how to respond, listen. If you're not sure what to read, research. If you're not sure what to do, donate. He said, not sure becomes not my problem. It's not enough to be not sure. 
when racism is still taking lives. Yeah, I mean that that's a really that's a that's a good statement. I mean that's a positive that's a powerful statement right there. I got a lot of a lot of respect for for him to write something like that. I mean that's a that's a that's a great statement. Really great statement. What did uh what what who who else you what did Patrick Mahomes say? Um so Patrick Mahomes he wrote um First, I send my prayers to the family and friends of George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, and Ahmed Aubrey. As I have watched everything that has happened over the last week and even before then, I have tried to put my feelings into words. As a kid who was born with a black dad and a white mom, I have been blessed to be accepted for who I am my entire life. But that isn't the case for everyone. The senseless murders that we have witnessed are wrong and cannot continue in our country. All I can think about is how I grew up in a locker room where people from every race, every background, and every community came together and became brothers to accomplish a single goal. I hope that our country can learn from the injustices that we have witnessed to become more like the locker room where everyone is accepted. We all need to treat each other like brothers and sisters and become something better. Let's be the world where my little sister, generations to come, and even my future kids will grow up never having to experience these tragedies and instead love each other unconditionally. Love and unite hmm. justice for George Floyd. That's a great statement, too. Really, really great statement. What, what did, what did uh, Michael Jordan say? Jordan wrote, I am deeply saddened, truly pained, and plain angry. I see and feel everyone's pain, outrage, and frustration. I stand with those who are calling out the ingrained racism and violence towards people of color in our country. We have had enough. I don't have the answers, but our collective voices show strength and the ability to be divided by others. We must listen to each other, show compassion and empathy, and never turn our backs on senseless brutality. We need to continue peaceful expressions against injustice and demand accountability. Our unified voice needs to put pressure on our leaders to change our laws or else we need to use our vote to create systematic change. Every one of us needs to be a part of the solution and we must work together to ensure justice for all. My heart goes out to the family of George Floyd and the countless others whose lives have been brutally and seamlessly taken through acts of racism and injustice. Hmm. Wow. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good statement there, too. All right, let's take a little break uh, here from our sponsors, and we'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney in Minnesota, Tim Parachka with you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tim, one more thing I want to touch on, and then I want to, uh, want to talk a little. We're going to talk a little PGA Tour. Uh, I want to, uh, we got a lot of topics that are piling up. I want to, I want to get to some of them. Did you see the protests going on in Portland? This was last night. Okay, they, they were lined up on the bridge, uh, some bridge, okay, and there, everybody was like, Face down, arms behind their back, which I, you know, I, I guess was a symbol for, you know, what what happened to George Floyd, because that's was a position he was in when they killed him. But did you happen to see that? I mean, there were thousands of people, Tim, thousands. I did not see that. Okay, thousands of people, thousands, thousands. It was very, you know, peaceful demonstration, uh, although they, you know, blocked the road, but it was it was. Peaceful demonstration. I mean, I was taken back by a couple of things. One, you know, uh, the, uh, I mean, the fact that it was a nice, peaceful demonstration, I thought that was, that was good. But the one thing that really got me was I thought to myself, I said, what, what happened to the coronavirus? I mean, Tim, there were thousands and thousands of people. Laying down on the on the ground, shoulder to shoulder, and I'm thinking, I mean, like before this happened, you know, a, a week ago, I, I thought we we had this coronavirus thing that was like, you know, the the biggest thing ever, and it was gonna, you know, if, if we don't be careful, it's all gonna come back, and we're gonna have bigger outbreaks and. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens 
after all these people, I mean, all these protesters, uh, you know, that have all been way, way too close for social distancing and thousands of them in all these different cities. I mean, if this thing was going to break out again, I mean, you know, they're talking about how you got to have testing and you have to, if we, if we, somebody gets infected, you got to be able to, uh, you know, track them and trace them and find out, okay, who are all the people that they came in touch with? And I'm like, I mean, there's no chance in the world you're going to be able to, to to do that. I mean, these people are laying down on bridges and walking down the streets, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder, uh, just crowded in. Nobody knows who one another is. And that, that, if, if, if this was ever going to be like another outbreak, I mean, if it doesn't happen now, I mean, it's not happening. Or, you know, or maybe it's just not happening because it's the summer. I don't know. You know, it's hot. They, you know, of course, most of this is outside, although a lot of it's outside at night. Anyway, that was just something that I was I was thinking about. I thought, what happened to coronavirus? I mean, we've, we shut down the whole uh, world, uh, shut down the whole economy. I don't know how many, you know, how many million, was it 40 million unemployed or something? Uh, and and all because of the coronavirus, and now everybody's like uh, you know shoulder to shoulder, all you know uh, breathing on one another. You know, I see a few masks out there, but plenty of people without them, and half the people with the masks don't have their nose covered, or the, you know, I mean, they got the mask out their chin or what, you know, whatever. It's it's all. It, it's just a. It, it could be a mess. I mean, e- either that or you know things have gotten a lot better and. You know, or, or maybe a lot of people get infected and you'll get the, the you know, they were talking about the herd immunity. But anyway, that 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 really struck me. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so it something that I want to bring up in regards to what you're talking about. So before all of this happened, after the George Floyd murder, a lot of people were protesting that governors weren't opening the states as fast as they wanted to because businesses were going, people were losing their businesses and they were going out of business. They were losing their livelihoods. They were losing everything. And somebody actually tracked, um, someone on Twitter actually tracked the headlines associated with people protesting that the governor wasn't opening things fast enough. And let me just read a couple of them. Um, so These are headlines a week before um, the George Floyd situation happened. Um, Here's one. It's racist because it might spread the virus to black people. Protesters don't deserve medical care. Protests are responsible for spreading the virus far and wide. Now, now who's who's saying this? These are headlines by websites about people protesting that the about people protesting that the governor hasn't opened um, their state yet for businesses and stuff because of coronavirus. Hmm. And those protesters were just getting ripped. They were just getting abolished by media sites. I don't think they care, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think they care. I mean, the, they're out. A lot of them aren't there out there protesting. Anyways, they're out there free shopping. You know, and that's just the fact. Just, uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
All right. Well, the, the, the tour is set to return um, next week. And they're, you know, making a big deal about the coronavirus. You know, but that, that's really on the back burner now. I mean, I haven't heard anybody talk coronavirus in, in uh, a week. And, you know, it used to be all we, we watched on TV for months was coronavirus. And all of a sudden, it, it you know, everybody's shoulder to shoulder, breathing on, on one another, all, you know, everywhere, thousands and thousands of people. And and uh, coronavirus, nobody's even talking about it. Now we're, we're, you know, getting ready to get these sports back. Golf's going to be like the, well, it's not the first one because NASCAR's been back and they've been doing the, uh, you know, the M- MMA or whatever you call it. I mean, Steve's sport, he loves that. Uh, but, uh, you know, go- the golf tour is coming back and, and they're going to have a bunch of uh, protocols and rules to try to ensure that they can have a, a safe and, and healthy return, which, you know, it, once again, it's just kind of weird because it seems like all that's been thrown out the window here in the last week. It's just like, forget about that. Don't worry about it. I mean, like, well, like, like the, you know, the tour is, is going to have all these special rules and make sure every, you know, they're, they're, you know, not handling the flag stick and not handling the rake in the bunker and, you know, spraying the rake and spraying the flag stick when you're done or wiping it off or whatever they're doing or, you know, and, and I'm thinking there's like thousands and thousands of people in every city marching side by side. I mean, we're worried about, uh, you know, uh, 150 guys, uh, one guy, two guys, maybe two guys, probably on each green holding a flag stick. We're worried about that. I mean, when uh, two guys holding a flag stick and, and by the way, every every time you turn around, there's a different thought process on this coronavirus. You know, at first, you know, at first it was like it's it, it living on a cardboard box for. 15 days and then it you know people are wa- washing their boxes and disinfecting their boxes when they come from amazon every day and then all of a sudden it's like no it really de- doesn't live on surfaces that long i mean I, it doesn't seem like anybody has a straight story on this and so i, I was uh going through the these these rules i want i want to get into that a little little bit and what the the tour is going to do uh next week when they when they do return at the Colonial Invitational, because it, it sure seems like the whole coronavirus thing is just uh, out the out the door, out the window, uh, with with all that's gone on on since. Uh, we'll take another break, and we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tim. So here's, I'm I'm reading this. uh, A lot of it uh, Jeff Shackelford has on his site, uh, jeffshackelford.com, my my favorite uh, website. Uh, and here, here's what the caddies have to do. They, well, they got a lot of stuff to do, but one thing is they, they got to rake when they rake the bunkers, they're going to clean the rake afterwards. So I don't know what that means. What are they going to carry like sanitizer with them and spray it on there? Maybe they're going to have a, like a spray thing with them. They spray the, the rake and then wipe it off. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, you better not tell the great predictor this, or, I mean, they're already the most valuable player in all of sports. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the Steve. great predictor, if he hears this, we will never hear the end of it. All right, well, that's that must be what they're going to do. Then they're going to uh, they're going to clean the rakes after they use them. They're going to clean the flag, sta- flag, flag stick after it's replaced, I guess, every time. And then they're supposed to frequently clean the golf bag with uh, dis- disinfectant wipes. So maybe that's what it is. They're, they're holding disin- disinfectant wipes. Then they're going to have sanitizer stations located throughout the golf course. It's recommended that all players and caddies sanitize their hands after each hole. Okay. And then wash their hands with soap and water frequently before and after each round. Okay, well, that that makes sense. Uh, Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Okay, that's the the big thing. That's the way they say this thing really does spread. Uh, And then sneeze or cough into a tissue or the inside of your elbow. All right. What about everybody? What about the what about the uh, millions of people that have been protesting uh, side by side, shoulder to shoulder? What about them, Tim? <laughs> That's a good question, Hank. I mean, I just don't, there's 100, 150 guys on a golf course, and we're worried about we're worried about that. When every night you turn on the TV, I watched uh, the Portland uh, protest, and there's like I don't know, it looked like a hundred thousand people on a bridge there, 
all laying down shoulder to shoulder, inches from one another. We're worried about wiping a flag stick down. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I, I it just, this whole thing, you know, another one of these things that doesn't make any sense. I got to, I should go back to uh, uh, Patrick Rogers' uh, tweet. If it doesn't make sense, you need to uh, do some more research. I guess I'm short on re- on research. I don't know. Do you think, do you think guys are going to, going to do all this? I mean, I mean, are you doing as much as you were a couple of weeks ago? Let me ask you that. Um, definitely not. <laughs> a couple yeah. of weeks ago, I was washing my hands every, I would say every hour or two. Um, okay. even if I was just in here in my apartment, if I felt like my hands were even just a little bit dirty or like a little bit, uh, oily, I would go to my sink, put the Dawn soap on my hands and, um, wash them thoroughly. Now I went for a run earlier today. I came back to my apartment, kind of dried off a little bit, kind of sat down for a little bit and took a shower about 15 to 20 minutes later. So I'm definitely not um, doing the same things as intensely as I was before. Hmm. How how many people do you personally know that have had uh, COVID? Zero. Zero. You personally know zero people that have had COVID-19? I don't know a single person with COVID. Okay. I know one friend of mine. Uh, I played pickleball with him. He he went to Mayo Clinic and had it tested and, and he had the antibodies. So that means that he had it. Uh, and he said that when he had it, he had absolutely no symptoms whatsoever. That's the only person I know that that's had it. Now, obviously, there's a lot of people that have had it, but I, 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 haven't, I haven't met any. You don't know any either. But I mean, there's clearly a lot of them. But it's interesting. Interesting. Okay, so so here they, they sent out a uh, PGA Tour sent out a, a, a guide and told the players like what what they have to, what they're going to have to do. Okay, now they've got a, a at home uh, COVID nineteen test that they're recommending that all the players and caddies take. Now they don't have to do it, but they recommend that you do it. And you can you can t- you take this test, you send it in. It takes uh, you know this is part of the problem. It takes like forty eight to seventy two hours to get the results back. Well, in in you know twenty four hours you could be infected. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the, the, the whole th- the whole time lag thing is what is what doesn't make sense to me. Like you you'd have to be tested every day, wouldn't you? I mean. Okay, but but you, you get tested, and then once you got the the all clear, uh, you know, then you're put on this list on the PGA Tour that's like, okay, you 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 have this, uh, you know, you've been tested, okay, and then you if 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 you end up being getting positive uh, a positive test during the uh, tournament. Okay, you 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 get you get some kind of a stipend from the tour uh, to cover your your associated costs, um, but only if you took the test and tested negative. So so they're incentivizing you to take the test, you know, because then if you if you do, then you know you get your you you, you get something for it. Which I mean, I, I'm not 
I mean, that sounds good. I mean, that sounds, you know, reasonable. It's a good, good way to do it, I guess. I just, I, I don't, I don't see how this is going to do anything. I don't know. I guess, they, I guess they're probably uh, conforming to what the, you know, CDC and the government is telling them to do, don't you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's the most likely yeah. case right there. I mean, the positive news about all of this, Hank, is that professional PGA Tour players, they are in phenomenal shape. They are amazing athletes, and that makes them not as susceptible to the virus as a lot of other people are. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, they're in phenomenal shape, and if you're, and they're mostly healthy. So they should be, even if they do get it, worst case scenario, um, you wouldn't think that it would create any further problems after that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the, Jeff Shackelford said this. He said, the, here's the notable loophole involves players being able to stay at a, in a rental home. Okay. Cause a lot of people rent homes when they go to these tournaments or they stay in a, you know, a, a hotel, they're going to have like a hotel designated for all the players. So it's like a bubble hotel. And then they're, they're going to have a, or, or some players stay in RVs, not a lot of them, but some players do stay in RVs that they drive around the tour and they, and they're going to have people with them. Okay. Like, you know, their family or whatever, you know, or friends or whatever. Okay. And those people that are with them are not, they're not allowed at the golf course, but they're they're free to roam all around. Like you know, next week it'll be in Fort Worth. They can roam all around Fort Worth. Uh, they can go anywhere, but they can't go to the golf course. And these people are going to be like, you know, in the hotel with the players. I mean, I don't know. It, all the players have been tested. It seems like the the safest place would be the golf course. I would think because they've all been tested. Uh, that doesn't make any sense either. But I, I think they're just trying to trying to show they're doing something. The whole thing doesn't make any sense. I just keep going back to watching TV and seeing thousands and thousands of people, and you know, shoulder to shoulder. And then you know, and a week ago, I thought you know the, the you know the whole world is shut down because of this COVID thing, and we're starting to open up stuff and. You know, and, not, and now all of a sudden, you know, it just it's just like everybody's just outside. It's just all, you know, have at it. There's no more COVID thing. And by, and by the way, I mean, like the, all the, these states are shut down. The, you know, we had stay at home orders. So you, you got to stay at home for COVID, but you but you don't have to stay at home. You know, you can you can come on out and, and, and protest and loot and everything else. I mean. What what doesn't seem right about that? A lot. <laughs> Golly. Anyway. People lost their businesses, Hank, doing this. I know. Staying shut yeah. down. Staying shut down. But now you you know now we're not shut down. We're you know, just have at it. Everybody have at it. You know, that New York City, New York City was shut down for for you know how long? I mean, that city's just, you know, is destroyed. Uh, and, and nothing, you know, they, they, they couldn't do anything that, you know, the, this de Blasio guy and, uh, you know, Como and his ventilators, uh, these guys are, are, you know, running that, that state and city 
and the, the whole thing is just like devastated because of the, the COVID. And then they had like an 11 p.m. curfew for the for the protests. Like you could, like they didn't have no, they didn't have any problems shutting down the whole city for for you know a couple months. But you know, just you can protest and just go out there and and be near everybody. You know, just make sure it's only till eleven o'clock. I mean, it just golly, Tim. I mean, this this whole this this country is just man. We got issues seriously. I mean, we got a lot of issues. I mean, a lot of issues. I better create more signs. <laughs> you need to go stand on the corner with some of your signs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, there's a, a whole bunch of uh, uh, golf topics I want to I want to get into. And uh, we'll get into to more of that uh, uh, tomorrow. But uh, I, I, this, this stuff fascinates me. I watch I watch all day. I'm, I'm thinking about all this different stuff on the you know Internet, checking it out. And it's just it's, uh, I'm sure it fascinates a lot of people, too. But oh, I got to I got to tell you one other thing. Um, you know, I go to Coeur d'Alene in the summer. Okay, Corn Lane, Idaho. Okay. And that is a, I mean, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful. So last night, they had received all kinds of warnings that people were coming to loot and destroy Coeur Lane. It's this, you know, quaint little town right on the lake, voted voted by the way at some magazine or whatever i don't know what magazine it was voted most livable place in america now that had that's i'm sure it has something to do with i don't know i guess it has to do with a lot of things the weather cost of living you know meta you know schooling medical uh you know uh help you can get um you know, housing. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of factors that go into. It. But anyways, voted the most livable place in America. So they get these notices that like people are coming over from uh, Spokane or Seattle or somewhere, and they're going to loot and like destroy the you know Coeur d'Alene. I mean, this is a place I go every time I go up to Gaza Ranch. Coeur d'Alene, I know Gaza Ranch, a Discovery Land property, beautiful golf course. Uh, one of the top, it's like top 35 in the country. It's a phenomenal place. The lake Coeur d'Alene is voted top five lake in the world. Okay, not in the country, in the world. I mean, you got a lot of lakes up there in Minnesota. You got any top fivers in the world? Um, no. Probably the answer, not. The answer to that is no. In my personal uh, opinion, Yes. Yeah, but the answer to that is no. Uh, and uh, this this town is just phenomenal. It's got a lot of you know little restaurants and shops and bars, and it's just cool. You know, it's like it's really pretty much all one street. So, so they get this message. You know, you see, I've, I've sent you some of these these uh, texts that I've been getting and emails and stuff like that. But uh, they said last night coming over from Spokane or Seattle. This is a couple nights ago now, but they're, 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 all these rioters are coming. And they're coming in in white Mercedes uh, vans. Now, where do these guys get these Mercedes? That's what I don't get, Tim. Where, do these, where are these rioters getting these Mercedes vans from? They're also coming in motorhomes and they're busting them in. Now, I've heard this has happened a lot of places. So they're busting them in. I mean, like, where do they... 
Like, who's paying for all this? We talked about this the other day. Who's paying for all this, these these guys? I mean, these aren't guys coming to, to you know, uh, a protest or, you know, or march, you know, uh, about, you know, uh, George Floyd's death, Tim. These guys are coming to do some damage. So all these, t- these uh, you know, places are boarding up the windows. My favorite hamburger place there is called Hudson's. It's like the best hamburger place in the world. They, they, that's all they got. They got hamburgers and they got Pepsi. And they got a diet Pepsi. And they got a, they got a coconut cream pie. And they got a rhubarb pie and they got a chocolate pie. Okay. They got hamburgers. They got no chips. They got no french fries. Uh, It comes with pickles and onions. You want lettuce? They got no lettuce. You want a tomato? They got no tomato. Uh, You got ketchup. You can get on there. Uh, you put it on yourself. Mustard. They got a special sauce and little, uh, got a little horseradish in the ketchup. Really good. But anyway, Hudson's is a great hamburger place. I'm a, I'm a frequent visitor at Hudson's. So the, and the, the little message I saw, they were boarding up Hudson's because they're, you know, these guys were coming to terrorize the Coeur d'Alene and they were going to tear it apart. So all these guys show up. And my friend who's there is t- took a bunch of pictures of all these guys. Well, these guys... It's like this is this is pretty this is a pretty red area, okay? I mean these these people they are serious hunters, okay? And all these guys just showed up. They said they 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 said there were so many pickup trucks in town and all of them with these American flags on them. Pickup trucks with American flags and they had some of the baddest looking dudes I've ever seen. They've all got, you know, rifles and guns and and they're like, they are lining and, and a lot of them look like, you know, they were Navy SEALs or, you know, I'm sure a lot of them were ex-military because there's a lot of military you know, people live, live up near there. Uh, but these guys were like lying in the streets, lying in this. I'm going to send you some of these pictures. It was amazing. And these guys were lying in the streets and they're like just standing there and they're like not in our town, guys, not tonight, not here. And, you know, nothing happened. Now, you contrast that with with where, you know, where I am this summer, which is in Scottsdale. And uh, the other night, they just uh, let them just have at it at the Fashion Show Mall, one of the nicest malls in the country. Uh, just police just stood to the side and just let them go. Just go hey, have, a, have, a, have a nice time shopping, uh, fellas. Just go have at it. And nobody did anything. It's disgusting. Totally disgusting. I mean, just disgusting. Anyway, I just share that with you. You find those pictures, you should say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I gotta, I'm gonna post one of them on uh, on Twitter. Man, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't mess with these guys, Tim. Oh boy. <laughs> Some rednecks, yeah. huh? No, they t- well, they, they took matters into their own hands. And, you know, all it is is the deterrent. And, you know, and then there was nothing. Those, those, those fellows that were coming to loot, they said they were all gathering at one of the parks there. And I know right where it was. It's Riverstone Park. They said they're over there. The word is they're over there right now organizing. And uh, they must have heard that there was a little uh, greeting committee ready for them when they came downtown. And they uh, 
they turned it around and uh, decided they'd take her back to where they came from. It was it was it's pretty amazing, really. Anyway, that was my uh, one more story for today. All right, love it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. All right, uh, appreciate everybody uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, tell your friends. We're, we're getting more and more listeners, and uh, appreciate all the support. This will all pass, and hopefully, we'll be better for it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, the country will be, hopefully. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. I'm going to post a picture from, from those guys up in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, email your questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com and hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or your Apple Podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts, and we will be there every day for you on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.